You're listening to Fly By Night, a podcast by FedEx Pilots for FedEx Pilots, brought to you by the FedEx Master Executive Council of the Airline Pilots Association. And now, here's your host, MEC Communications Chairman, Captain Chris Lee. My guest today is Captain Vic Tanzi. Vic is the Chairman of the Membership Committee. Thanks for coming, Vic. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here, Chris. Let's talk a little bit about your background before FedEx and what you've been doing at FedEx. I started out flying. I was in the Marines, got out uh, from the Marine Corps, and I went to work for a passenger carrier called Piedmont Airlines in Charlotte, and then they merged with U.S. Air, spent about eight years total there, and thought about maybe uh, FedEx was an option to continue my flying career. (laughs) Talk a little bit about your union experience. Well, I have been involved in union work for pretty much my whole career here. I started out here at FedEx when we were ALPA 1, and I was complaining about the schedules at a layover at one point. And uh, some gentleman came up to me, patted me on the back, says, well, if uh, you really complain about that, he goes, how would you like to do something about it? I said, well, whatever you say. And it was working for the PSIT at the time. So I started working in the PSIT initially at FedEx, and that was my first experience here. I was a big part of the membership drive when we went from ALPA 1 to FPA and that whole history. Then I got uh, elected as the uh, FPA Block 6 rep when we unfortunately decertified ALPA the first time. We went through the growing pains of the FPA. I got involved then and then was, uh, hopefully I'd like to say, I was one of the instrumental people of bringing us back to ALPA from FPA. Served as uh, the Council 7 vice chairman for three years. When I stepped down from that, I was asked by the MEC chairman to take over the membership committee, and that was in 2010, and I've been the membership chairman ever since. Well, we go through peaks and valleys where we're hiring a lot of pilots, and then sometimes we're not. What's been your focus here lately? The good news is we're hiring a lot, and we've been hiring a lot for the past nine years. That's not always the case. I would like to say the hiring is going to continue to be robust forever, but that usually never materializes. When I took the committee over, we were in a lull. We hadn't hired in about five years. So the committee was kind of idle, and it was vacant. And when I took it over, I revamped it. I remembered, as many of us do, my uh, ALPA brief when I was a new hire. My goal was to make it a positive experience for the new hires and try to give them a, a good first impression of ALPA. What can you tell us about how many pilots we're hiring? As of our last new hire class, uh, we have 5,103 pilots on board. And since I took the committee over, my committee has briefed and signed up 2,003, which is 40% of our current seniority list. Are there any other projects you'd like to highlight? We started a uh, retiree recognition program. As pilots go out the door and they've been good union members for their whole career, we felt it necessary to reward them or at least give them some kind of recognition on their way out. Every uh, retiring pilot that's an Alpha pilot in good standing will receive a 20 by 30 personalized lithograph of an airplane descending into Memphis on a moonlit night as appropriate. The membership committee is essentially one of the first Alpha committees that gets to meet the new pilots. That is correct. This committee, we're the first committee that the pilots see and the last committee that they deal with as they step out the door. We meet the new hires and our goal is to present a professional, positive impression of ALPA. I know a big project you've been working on recently is the mentorship program. What can you tell me about that? My committee was tasked with that last year. The mentor program got started in October of 2018. So the October New Hire class was the first class to have ALPA mentors uh, available to them. 
if I'm a FedEx pilot, I might have had a sponsor or I might know somebody who's a FedEx pilot. Why would I need a mentor? I think you could remember back when you first got hired and after you got through your initial fire hose of the BI class and then you went to ground school and you got trained and you learned all your flows and EPs, then you hit the line. Do you remember all this stuff about deviation, expense reports, cab rides? How do I do this? How do I do that? FedEx is a great company, but they really don't answer a lot of those questions to you when you're a new hire class. Most of us all remember we learned it trial by fire. Problem is, lately, as the company's grown and with the contract, we're seeing an increase in what we call IR reports, irregular reports, where uh, our new hires are they're basically messing up, not intentionally, but they're messing up because they don't know the system yet. And that's really the primary goal of this mentor program is to navigate, to help the new hire get through his probationary period unscathed, so to speak. That's why I would tell a new hire, why would you not want to mentor somebody that you can immediately call and say, hey, uh, how do I deviate? Or how do I do a deviation check-in? Or what's this expense report? All the questions that are normal to us now, that that's the first time they're hearing them. Back maybe when you and I got hired and people of our demographic, it was almost a requirement to have a sponsor. So you had a FedEx pilot here, a friend, an acquaintance, whether it was a squadron mate from a previous life, you had a sponsor. And that was your go-to person when you had all these questions that come to your minds after you start uh, flying the line. Now we don't have sponsors sponsors like we used to. You can write a letter and all that, but there are pilots here that come here that don't even know any FedEx pilots. They don't know anybody. The mentor now is a go-to person. It's a trained line pilot, and they can answer all the questions that usually come up, the common questions that come up with all new hires. If there is a question that comes up that our mentors can't answer, those mentors know exactly who to go to to get the answer. Let's flip that over. I'm a FedEx pilot. Why would I want to be a mentor? Well, that's another good question. Out on the line when I'm flying, I always hear about people saying, I'd like to volunteer to help out ALPA. And everybody always says they want to volunteer and help out. But when you finally come up and go, hey, I've got a committee just for you, it's not like the clap of thunder of people that line up at the door of ALPA saying, here, we're here to help. I think most people do want to volunteer. They want to give back. However, we know that, you know, 80% of us commute, and it's not always convenient to give that much free time. But as a mentor, it doesn't really require an inordinate amount of free time on that person's behalf. And the good news is you don't have to come to Memphis monthly to do it. You're all required to come for maybe one day of training. And after that, all your volunteer work can be done via FaceTime, phone calls, or email. If I'm interested in becoming a mentor, how would I contact you to volunteer? Great question. There's multiple ways. Uh, first off, if you're receiving ALPA emails, every week you get the positive rate article. And uh, if you scroll down there, you'll see usually a mentor uh, advertisement. And there's a link. And you can just click on the link, and it's pretty self-explanatory. Otherwise, uh, you can go to PDR. Look for the membership committee. Click on that and then fill in under comments. Just fill in, I'd like to be a mentor, and you'll be contacted. Talk a little bit about the demographics of your new hire classes. That's an interesting question because the demographics have changed a little bit. When I first took over the committee, the new hire classes were heavily military uh, background with and then few coming up from the uh, regional carriers and other carriers. That demographic shifted a lot. Uh, so I would say less than about half are military in the most new hire classes, and then 
We have a lot coming up from the uh, regional carriers, and it, we're, we're able to poach a few from the uh, legacy carriers as well. And some have never even been involved with the union before. Absolutely. Clearly, most of the uh, pilots coming right out of the military don't have much of union experience. And we also have pilots that do come from other carriers that are not represented by a union at all. And some of the carriers are represented by another union. So, Vic, I'm one of those guys that hasn't been involved with the union before. And one of the questions I might want to know is, why do I even need a union? You're coming up with a bunch of good questions today, Chris, because that was me 30-some years ago sitting in new hire class. Why do I need a union? The real answer is, I answer back, I go, why did you want to come to FedEx? You know, why was FedEx your first choice? And they kind of give me that look, and I, I kind of hold up the contract, and I go, was it because of pay? Was it because of good benefits? Maybe it was because we still have a pension? And they all kind of nod, and you say yes. And I go, well, that's why you have a union, because all our terms of our employment are all dictated in this document that was negotiated by ALPA, which is the union that represents us. And they usually kind of get that. So how's it going with the volunteers? Are you getting the mentors you need? We've got some very good volunteer mentors, but we need more. The bottom line is we've solicited and we get a few, but we need substantially more. Ideally, we would like to assign mentors to the airplane that they're going to. In other words, guy gets hired in a 777, we'd like to get him a 777 mentor. Females. we got a lot of female pilots that are new hires, and they would kind of prefer to have a female mentor to ask female-specific questions. And so we, we could certainly use more. Clearly, in the outer domiciles, Anchorage, although we're not sending new hires to Anchorage recently, we have, but we're sending new hires to Hong Kong, and we're sending new hires to uh, Cologne, and occasionally we send one or two to Indy, it's nice to have a domicile export mentor. That's what we'd like. Bottom line is we need more. And the more mentors we get, the less work it is on the individual mentors. And we can hopefully provide a better product to our mentees, our new hires. And that's ultimately the goal. I encourage everybody to volunteer for this because it's an easy way to volunteer, pay it forward, I like to call it, without destroying your personal life because you don't, it doesn't require an inordinate amount of free time. And just as a reminder for anyone who's interested in volunteering to sign up to become a mentor, you can go to the Positive Rate. There's a mentor ad there with a link that you can click on. Or you can go to our website, fdx.alpa.org PDR, and that'll take you to the PDR system. Scroll through that, go to the committee type, select Membership Committee, and from there, a comment box will pop up, and you can just write in there that I'm interested in becoming a mentor. And at that point, somebody from the membership committee will contact you. As we close out this episode of the podcast, any final thoughts? As we start negotiations, I'd like to point out, by the time we're probably ready to TA our next deal, I will say almost 50% of our pilots will have been here less than nine years. That's huge when you think about that. So as mentors that have been here that can offer some experiences about contract negotiations and how things are going to go, I think it's very important that we have that wealth of knowledge out there to tell the newer pilots, give them the history of FedEx and what they can expect, because obviously we all want a good contract. I understand that retirement might be on the horizon for you, Vic, and on behalf of all the FedEx pilots, I just want to thank you for your union volunteerism and for all the good hard work you've accomplished in various union positions over the years. I appreciate it, Chris. And yes, the plan right now is I'm probably going to retire at the end of this year. 
my successors as they take over this committee here, and I'm sure they're going to improve on it and make it better, but they clearly need the help of FedEx pilots. So step up and volunteer. And if it's not for the membership committee, there's a committee for practically every bit of expertise that we all have. Pick something you're good at that you're interested in and just give a little time. Pay it forward. Make FedEx a better place than when you showed up. That's why I got involved in unionism. Thanks, Vic. And thanks for listening. If you have any questions or topic ideas, please contact us via email, fdxpodcast at alpa.org. And as always, be safe out there, and we'll see you next time.